During the time I lived in that French cottage, I began to recognize the subtle magic of Bloomington. It was an entirely different world from Reno, where I'd lived before. Now, if you've been to Reno, you know that it's rugged, austere, and masculine. But Bloomington, she's the yin to Reno's yang, a charming goddess whose evening skies are resplendent with peach and magenta, colors you want to eat for dessert. Her forests are luxuriously clothed in emerald robes, and her wildflowers are dainty denizens that flaunt their vivid colors. That summer, this lushness was rampant in my neighbor's yard. You just heard an excerpt from the original short story titled Midsummer's Eve in Indiana, written by Bloomington local Juliana Crespo. The story shows a vibrant image of the love and treasures each person brings to the city. Juliana read this story on the stage of the Buskirk Chumley Theater to the community gathered at the 2020 State of the City Address. No se puede during the address, Bloomington Mayor John Hamilton focused on city climate and social sustainability actions and goals. Hamilton stressed the importance of fighting for climate reform. He spoke about the rising temperatures in Antarctica, reaching a record high. He also spoke about an expected temperature rise in Indiana for up to 6 degrees Fahrenheit within the next 30 years. This increase would cause up to 51 extremely hot days a year, affecting crop production, drinking water, economy, and much more. Hamilton spoke of climate effects within 10 years. Our planet is in trouble. In their 2018 report, the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, sounded an alarm. By 2030, global greenhouse emissions must be reduced by 45% they said, toward a, net, a goal of net zero by 2050. Why? Scientists agree that those reductions will likely limit global temperature rise to one and a half degrees centigrade from pre-industrial levels. And although even that rise will have, has already had dramatic and cascading effects on rainfall, heat events, sea level, habitat, and biodiversity, if we can limit the temperature rise to one and a half and not higher, we can avoid the most devastating effects that could make much of this world largely uninhabitable. Hamilton recognized that the city's constituents have been actively calling for climate reform. He recalled hundreds of climate activists gathering in the city hall demanding climate action. Hamilton said among many other awards, Bloomington was listed as an A-city from the Global Covenant of Mayors for Climate and Energy for Leadership and transparency on climate action. He spoke about sustainability actions taken by the city. Our local efforts are making a difference. Our water utility launched a new $4 million green stormwater infrastructure program and is installing 15,000 new smart water meters. Bloomington Transit just bought its second all-electric bus, joining a hybrid fleet. Last year's urban forest report found that we have increased the city's public tree population over 50% in the last 12 years. Solar investments have soared in the community with PV systems at 32 city properties, 5 megawatts of new solar capacity for municipal operations and private homeowners. 
$10 million in bicentennial bonds are adding more public trails, trees, and other amenities to improve health and quality of life for all. We are shaping more sustainable land use with projects like the redevelopment of the hospital site and with robust tools like our newly passed zoning code. A new local food coordinator connects local farmers with new markets and institutional buyers. And our Waste to Energy Task Force finished phase one and recommends exploring a viable system to collect and convert organic waste into clean, green, compressed natural gas to power vehicles and or water treatment. Phase two will begin immediately. We have our first ever sustainability plan in place with specific measurable goals through 2023. We've completed our reliable greenhouse gas inventory. We're doing a climate vulnerability assessment now, seeking the community's input. And our transportation demand management study I mentioned will promote better transportation options and fewer car trips. Hamilton also recognized transportation as one of the largest contributing factors to greenhouse emissions. Along with climate, he recognized the city's demand for affordable housing, homeless relief, and substance abuse programs. According to a biannual city survey, over 90% of contributors reported a desire for homeless relief, affordable and workforce housing, and for safe bikeways. Hamilton said, combating climate and quality of life work together. Lowering our carbon footprint is half the battle. The other half is making sure that our community has a place for everyone, that everyone counts, that as we move to a sustainable economy and address climate change, we also remedy injustices and failures that destine so many of our people to lives of pinched opportunities or worse. More specifically, building a more inclusive community with opportunity for all during our decade of action means accelerating our momentum to deal with affordable housing so people of all walks of life can live in Bloomington, raising their quality of life. It means assuring that we have jobs for all who can work, that pay living wages and support lives of dignity, including particularly green jobs that won't be outsourced or automated away. It means lowering the costs of living here, including with lower energy, and lower transportation costs, so effective wages and wealth can go up. It means investing in local food so that our essential food supply gives us much needed resilience and also supports more of those local green jobs. And it means ensuring supportive services are there for those who need them to deal with an illness or substance use disorder or disability or lack of job readiness or skills or young kids needing daycare during working hours. So no one is left behind or on the wayside as we transform into a sustainable Bloomington. To ensure a sustainable quality of life, Hamilton proposed a 0.5% income tax increase. Hamilton said, currently, Bloomington property and income tax rates are one of the lowest. He said, after passing, Bloomington would rank the third lowest of the seven neighboring counties for income tax rates. He said taxes would be used for constituent requested sustainable action. This substantial new income should be focused on addressing these dual challenges, pursuing these dual opportunities over the next decade for a much more sustainable Bloomington.
Over the next decade, this new income would let the city invest an additional approximately $80 million toward our better Bloomington and provide the county with an additional $80 million as well. This would support major progress toward the changes our community wants to see in areas we know are so important to us all. Hamilton revealed a potential profound impact to the Sustainability Investment Fund from tax increases. He encouraged community involvement in the process of decision for taxation. He invited the community to share with the city how they would like to see the new income spent. For WFHB, I'm Sydney Foreman.